We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the World Cup. Uh, We're going to react to some NBA season awards, play some spitball, and give you our top five NFL players. So stay tuned. Did this in my own life. Did it shit my whole life. Did it shit my whole life. Oh. Wait, hold on! Guys, just a quick note. Uh, just wanted to let everyone know that this episode was recorded on June 28th prior to LeBron making his decision to join the Lakers. So just keep that in mind and enjoy the show. And we're back! Yay, yay! Chillin'. Everyone's yo, yo, yo this AC is a blessing. So it finally feels cool in this room. Like, oh, uh, perfect. Why? Because usually it's like half line. and half outside, and it's like yeah, AC's just, blowing. One of you guys are always complaining. Like, yo, it's right on my back. It's right on my back. That's Tim. Oh, fucks with AC. Tim Tim don't have AC, so a little cold air hits him. Yo, I remember that. Last like, last summer, I went to his house. He's like, yo, I'm having a party. Come by. I come by. I was sweating in within seconds. I'm like, yo, <laughs> can you turn on a fan? I don't have, dude. Nah, I turned on the fans. Fans are on. Okay. Plus, yep. everyone else in the backyard. That's where you're. That's where it's at. That's I'm kind of surprised Tim hasn't complained yet because you jogged over here, right? So yeah. your shirt is full of sweat and the AC's on. It's usually a it's a for fucking hot ass day for so. a cold. It's Yo. a hot ass day, so I'm down for this. Where was it hotter? His crib for his party or the Sparta parties? No, nah, nothing was hotter than that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Yo, Nick, <laughs> yo when we had parties at Nick's grandma's house. <laughs> what so, if, what about Miami? Out. Didn't you guys not have AC in Miami? Ooh, all right, so which one was hotter? Damn, I don't even know. AC is, I mean, Miami yo. is always. Yo, yo, your yeah, your yeah, grandma's you parties, AC it might have been your grandma's parties because I remember me and you were seriously considering being like, yo, let's just blow up a pool, put down a tarp, and we'll just have like a pool in the middle of fucking. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the worst idea ever. Thank yeah, God we really bad idea. It also would have been a tremendous idea to oh, see yeah. now. Like, it would have been, been Almost great. like ten, eight, 
wow like eight nine years later there would have been naked girls sliding all over everywhere so, so for people wondering like <laughs> we called it sparta because my grandmother shout out uh goes to greece every summer and when i was younger still in college and still allowed back at his grandma's house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i would uh i would be the one responsible well responsible to, to like watch the house and like pick up the mail water the plants feed the shitty cats not a cat guy sorry Fuck cat people cats. classic oh like grandma responsibilities yeah. delegated to a grandchild yeah. what are my plants and what are the tomatoes and yeah <laughs> and we turned it into yo there was one time we had 80 people in my grandma's house and she's like super amish she has like one tv yeah it's linked to like a laptop from greece there's no air conditioning only in the attic because usually when i go there and i stay it's in the attic so we have to bring that shit down also we did flood the basement a little bit yeah just a little bit had to shut the water off in the whole entire house it was about like it was three inches of water nothing crazy the couch Four in the the couch may have been ruined by couch, may couch have been ruined. ruined. Yeah. Four in the morning, we're like, "Yo, is there water running?" Go downstairs. There's, there's, there's probably the like six inches of water. On Yo, the it was God. really scary. I was like, "We, this is like Jumanji." When the house is all fucked yo, up, we're like, yeah, we fucked. How, how about this? She didn't have blinds on the windows. Yeah. And we had to do it improvise obviously yeah. you know we were quick on our feet over here yeah hang so bed sheets hang yep, bed, bed sheets, bed sheets yeah. and uh um towels yep with the clips from yeah. uh drying your clothes yo we were that we were is, nice yo. we were crushing that we were that throwing is. bangers i was like yo go outside just walk on the street like you normally would just look at the house do you see anything do you hear anything do you hear anything? all right let's turn up the volume, turn up the volume a little bit volume, <laughs> Drop it down a bit. It was great. Good times, man. But then also in Miami, when we went, it was, uh, the place looked um, incredible. Yeah. Walk in. Everything was broken. <laughs> Everything was broken. Yeah. And we didn't need anything to work anyway. So we just let it go because we, we needed, paid next to nothing. Yeah. I think for the whole trip, flight and hotel, I paid like 350 bucks. Yeah. Damn. Yo, like nothing, dude. I'm telling we you. That's why we more- went there. The, half of the house, the lights didn't work. The AC didn't work. The fridge wasn't really a fridge at all. No, nah, it wasn't. None of the pots and pans, were, they were all like dented and shit, but we weren't cooking. So we were like, whatever, we'll just turn this into a fucking frat house. And we did. It that was. was a good time. Memories ensued. It was a frat house. Yeah, it was That great. was still some of the craziest parties I've ever been to. Good shit, Nick. Yeah, it was well done. Yeah. There was one time, yo, me and you were sitting at the steps. I don't know if you remember this. And we just looked at each other like, yo, this is pretty fire. No, but Stuff. we also, we told, we because we did this like a couple times. And one of the times we were like, yo, you know what? tonight me and you me and you be responsible and like don't drink as much and we'll look after (laughs) everything so that everything doesn't like be how it was last time we did this i had five beers in the shower (laughs) he was throwing up by the end of the night like it was we were the drunkest people at the The demons yeah yeah. yo shower beers amazing all right yeah amazing I was going to say underrated but i don't think they are like overrated underrated how we had that i think they are underrated getting a little lit in the shower is always a good idea. Makes a shower experience. I never have my first beer in the shower, though. I drink a beer and I'm like, I got to continue this. And then I get in the shower and I have mm. like two. Oh, nah. I've had my first beer in the shower. Like, yo, I'm going out tonight. Let me grab a beer. I don't know if we've had Pick this conversation off. on here before. I know most of your answers, but what's uh, what's the beverage of choice? You, know, you want to get a little get a little turn. A, you, a beer or like a... General. You know, uh, you go to a bar. That You have access to everything, right? Even your favorite like brewery, <laughs> everything. Wow. What's well, like your number one pick? Damn. Yeah, I, I know the answer. What? This is my answer just because there's two uh, reasons. A tonic with an orange? No, 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 no. If you say gin, I'm going to come nah, across this nah, table. Definitely not. It's, it's tequila. Okay. But you got to do it with the with the seltzer mm. 
and then a lemon and a lime squeezed in. Yo, weren't you ordering because something crazy that they were at the uh, at the bar? That's what I ordered. Okay. So, but I ordered, I ordered like a special type. Not yeah, a special type. Tim, but mad specific. I like the Casamigos, yo. Anyone who's a tequila drinker out there knows the Casamigos oh, the real all, shit. Nick I was going to get I, him a drink. He goes, hold on. Tequila, but <laughs> it has to be this. And I asked him, I said it has oh, yeah. to be. And a oh, little bit of this. Yeah. A First lemon and a lime. I'm like, you know what? You go get it. <laughs> yo, he, he told me. me. He's <laughs> like, can you go get me a drink? I, uh, I was like, what do, you, what do you want? And he told me. I went up to the guy. I'm like, yeah, can I get a Casamigos with a lemon and lime? The guy's like. What? I was <laughs> like, I was like, just like, just tequila, whatever tequila you want to pour in there, whatever, just pour it in. I don't but care. But you could have seven of those and not have a hangover in the morning because tequila doesn't give you a hangover and you get hydrated at the same time. For real. And no whatever. sugar. If you know, see, when you're 29 like me, uh, so Nick you got to think about no hangover. <laughs> yeah, he, Tim gives Are you a squeeze? Starbucks order. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I stop a mocha latte with yeah. this. Fucking Says the dude drinking like fucking micro brew beer over here that's only available in three counties hey first of all not micro yes micro yes micro <laughs> bro micro brewing is where it's at and those you drink like four of those and you're wasted and you're not consuming as much out like first of much all of it and so you don't have a hangover the next day either literally if you drink ipas i consider myself to have a good to- like a really good tolerance so, but if i have five i'm i'll black out i'm not even kidding yeah that's but big- most people i'd say you have three you're dead not dead, but like you're fucked up. You're yeah. good. Yeah, you're fine. If I have five though, I won't remember like a, like parts of the night. <laughs> it's insane. It's wild. It used to happen to me all the fucking I time. I always I try if I'm like drinking heavily, I'll start my night with like two or three IPAs, because then the rest of the beer I drink that night just tastes like water. Mm. It tastes like I'm not drinking anything, and that's when I really get fucked up. And now it's just like I have like casual beers during the World Cup. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like sitting and watching the games and I'll just be like, you know what? Let me just have one of these IPAs. You have one nice little buzz. It's only one beer. Look at this kid go watching the World Cup, huh? Yeah, who would have thought? Well, that's what, that's what the World Cup does. It brings in all the casual. I watched the World Cup. I'm not going to watch, you know, Syria. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? Shout out, though. That's a, you, you named a, a league. Bro, Syria. Usually people go with EPL, but hey. I don't know, man. Tooch. You're on that FIFA you wave. Have, yeah, that's too, that too. Yeah, that VMFC, Yo. maybe. Hello. Yeah. Put that out there. First cheap plug. There I'm the go. go FIFA striker, bro. I mean, Bro, I, nah, I mean nah, I've nah. been out of the game, so I don't know yet. It was tough to watch Nick stream the other day on Twitch without me out there. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Yo, so deflated. You, t- you know, boss and I, we do, uh, we do the VMFC, and yeah. uh, we've been getting some good feedback. Yeah. But I want to ask you guys, since you guys are not your Syria consumers right. and your EPL guys, <laughs> and probably only watch a game when I hype it up for about a month, like, yo, you got to watch the Champions League final. How do you guys feel about the the World Cup as, as somebody who doesn't tune in? Personally, for me, I feel like this year it's been wild because, I mean, you listen to VMFC and then I've heard you talk about it just like in passing and all these teams that you're expecting to be like, and you were say, the one thing you were saying to me is like, yo, bet the goal line because like these teams, it's never going to stop. Like they're not going to be up 3-0 and be like, yo, forget it. We're yeah, going to win. Yeah, historically, and especially in the group stages because you need the goals for goal differential. That's right. one of the big tiebreakers. But it hasn't gone that way. So no. there's teams like fucking Germany, Argentina, like all these teams, like they don't, they're supposed to be like powerhouses and they don't really look all that great. So it's kind of just wide open. Yeah, and even even Spain, their game against, uh, I believe it was Iran. No, Morocco, the last, the last game. They were a two and a half goal favorite. Because there was still a possibility that they might have came in second in that group. Yeah. And, yeah, they 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 tied, right? They ended up tying around my bucket. 2-2. Yeah, they tied 2-2. So it's like this this World Cup has been so wide open. 
um, I think. No one has really Im- impressed me besides our buddy Alan in the background. Croatia, baby! Put your boner down. Croatia has <laughs> looked phenomenal. The Croats. Right? The game against Argentina was fantastic. That was, a, you know, that was a game where Argentina really needed it and just a shellacking 3 nothing. Um I know Tim, the most active I've ever seen him talking in a group chat, probably ever, in all, <laughs> all aspects, was the Portugal-Spain game. This kid was going bananas. Yeah, that was insane. So, so Tim, you in particular, because you, you follow the soccer, I'd say, like, a Champions League game, I'll have it on in the studio before we record yeah. or some shit. You play FIFA. You know, Tim is mad old, don't even play video games. <laughs> 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 so, like, Tim, how you feel about the World Cup? I've been enjoying it. I mean, I... I don't really know what it's like to root for a front runner because I'm a Mets and a Jets fan, so or and a Knicks fan. So it was nice to root for Germany, and then they got eliminated real quick. So you know the curse of the team I root for losing, you know, stands. The you know, curse, stands no, strong. Matter, no matter what the yeah, sport. No matter what the sport. Uh, Spain's next. Spain's next. I thought I was gonna say I thought you'd adopt Spain after your trip to Barcelona, since you haven't stopped raving about Barcelona as like a trip. Well, I went to five cities in Spain, and they were. I love all of Spain. Spain's my spot. That's why they, I thought you'd like, adopt them as your team for this World Cup. They live. They live right. Their life the right way. If you haven't seen Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain, he does the Granada Spain. Go watch that. They really live like that. And anyway, uh, yeah, I, I've. Do you know what's the difference between me and uh, like watching an MLS game and watching a World Cup game? You remember how I always go to you? It's boring when they kick the ball to each other in the middle of the field and there's yeah. no activity for like ten minutes. The tension that you feel mm-hmm. in that ten minutes during the World Cup is worth every single minute. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I, I can imagine that a soccer fan, if you feel that every game. Now I kind of understand a little more why. It's also soccer. different because for the most part, when you're watching a World Cup game, you're with a, a, a giant group of people that want one team to win. But when you're watching a club thing, especially living in New York, everyone loves whatever they love. They love like three different teams. or You know, I love this fucking Liverpool and I love fucking whoever. You know what I mean? So it's different when it's like, oh, there's only two guys in here that are really rooting for this team. And the whole bar is just like watching everything, just waiting for that opportunity to score. That also makes it a little different as well. It doesn't. It's also so it's right now it, it comes at a good time, right? Because baseball is it's kind of like the not it's, it's not the dog, dog days. It's a dog it's, day. It's, it's getting is, there. It's getting it's there. getting there. So it's it's on at a good hour too where you know it's not on prime time. A lot of people are watching I it. I don't know. It kind of sucks the hour that it's on. You think so? Like now that I have to work no more, I, I love it. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I haven't been working, so oh, yeah, I I, I cancel those games early. It's perfect cuz I just wake up at 10 if I wasn't working and turn the game on, but when you're at work, like you have to watch it on your phone. You can't really fully watch it because your yeah, your attention yeah. is elsewhere with work. You gotta make sure stuff. you don't get fired for yeah, watching. Pretty much, Ronaldo go buck wild. I'm but, like trying to do something at work, and I'm like my my head's looking down the whole time. I'm like, yo, you sleeping? I'm like, nah, I'm watching something on my phone. I think I think with this World Cup, since it's been so wide open, and you know, we're talking about Croatia. Let's not forget, despite them having a lot of big names on their team, like Luka Modric plays on Real Madrid. They've won the Champions League three straight years. Rakitic plays for uh, Barcelona also. They got big names throughout. Uh, Mandzukic on Juventus. These guys make deep runs in Champions League. There's also a team that was 50-1 to one to win the World Cup. So it's, they've been a surprise to a lot of people. And I'm sure when we talk about VMFC, cheap plug a little later, uh, future episode, Alan's going to mention that too. How like this is a team that he didn't even expect to be as dominant. Dude, they've been the best team in, in the World Cup in my opinion. So... But I, I like I like getting your perspective. So Tim, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about the the crowds 
and like some of the videos you see. So like Mexico, right? Yeah, those videos are great. South Korea scored a goal against Germany, and that's ultimately will put Mexico through well, because a tie would have put them through. Yeah, as but, long as Germany didn't win that. As game. long as Germany, but but Mexico, I don't know what the. We got to check the archives. I don't know how, but I can't remember a team winning their first two games in the World Cup and going into that last game and having a chance of being eliminated. That's what the, the situation was for Mexico. And South Korea scores a goal, and then you see all the Mexicans and the South Koreans in Russia just like it's like world peace. They're celebrating and shit. They're <laughs> carrying each other around. They're throwing tequila on them. So how do you feel about like the fan interaction? Because I think what Joey said about the bars thing is mad true. Like you go to a, a Portuguese bar to watch a Portugal game, and you're not going to root for the other Dude, team. Dude, your brothers, you guys are fucking Greek. They told me last night, they're like, yo, we're, if you want to come 930, we're going to some bar to watch Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's fucking fire. Like, you're just chilling with a bunch of Colombians. You think you're going to be around, like, 300 Colombians and be like, yo, I don't really care about this game? It's like, fuck that, dude. Yo, I'm Colombian now. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw go. all over that Sports Illustrated Instagram, like, some sports center feeds. It was, like, Jackson Heights when Colombia won against who they beat that? Senegal? Today. No, uh, Poland. Poland. When oh, when they beat Poland. Poland. Yeah, yeah last week. Poland, yeah. They were all over. They were marching down Northern yeah. Boulevard. Yo, if you want to see a Colombian game and you're from the New York City area, come to Queens, come to Jackson Heights, and go to like Northern Boulevard. Yeah, uh, yo, sh- it'll be shut down with just Colombians. Astoria too got Colombians all over. Like the, at the towards the end of Steinway, Studio Square is the. Place I mean, that's just like the yeah. the venue that they all decide to meet up on. But if you want to see like authentic shit, <laughs> Northern Boulevard. And, and moving forward, now you're gonna see some some bar fights early too like yeah. you got france argentina on saturday that shit is could be a world cup final you know mexico brazil <clears throat> excuse me is going to be dope there's a chance where we might have portugal argentina portugal argentina if both sides win you're talking about a debate for like for the ages Yo, the debate's over my man's yeah. got it i think i feel I like no Messi has... scored a big goal to keep them alive facts facts no he showed up bro <laughs> can't have this I, just, yo, do you realize how big your dick's got to be to tell a whole country like, yo, I'm not paying your fucking taxes. And, hold and then this. that day when they're like, yo, you got two, you got two years. And he's like, I'm not even serving that, but I'll give you guys $15 million or the fuck it was. And then he just get, has a hat trick. <laughs> suck my dick. Yeah. Like, that's, it's, that's enough for me to be like, yo, come on. Yeah, I feel you, son. Even that though, yo, love fire. Spain, love Spain, love watching their team too. They're fucking nasty. But yo, that's a big dick move. Oh. Jeez. And it's dope because you had that early, right? Like the the big marquee game that I was telling you guys about in the group chat was Spain Portugal. Like, yo, Tim, Impy, Joe, you guys need to watch this game. It's gonna be fire. And that's probably one of the best World Cup games I've seen ever. Yeah, like that not was just fire. not just fire. World Cup final or semifinal. No, just ever. That shit was bananas. And you add that storyline too, where this dude owed them money for taxes and shit, and he's like, nah. But yeah, here, yeah, you know, it's tax like, evasion. That, like, yeah, we're gonna put you in jail. He's like, yo, hold three goals. That's yeah. the ideal game to show a casual fan, because yo, the, you know, the best too? players on the field. He scored three goals. There yeah. were six goals scored in total. Yeah, it was an action-packed game from the first minute to the ninetieth. It was also so funny because there was a bunch of reports coming out that Spain put this out that day on purpose. Yeah, to, to like, throw to, him off his game, and people were like, oh, the line's gonna move because I don't know how Ronaldo. He's got a lot in his mind. Suck my hat trick. Oh my God. <laughs> that shit was so fucking fire. I love the fans, but I- I'm really happy that the Vuvuzela has kind of left. Oh, that was the thing, though, <laughs> just for South yeah, Africa? Yeah, that was for South Africa. That was like a cultural thing over yeah, there. Yeah, let's, let's leave the Vuvuzela. Besides that, I fucks, with, I fucks with the soccer fans. I fuck with the Vuvuzela. It just sounded like 
a fucking air conditioner was going off <laughs> the whole time. Shout out to Danny. I can't lie though. If I was in the, if I was in the, uh, if I was in the crowd, I'd be blowing that food cellar the whole time. <laughs> if I was in the crowd, I wouldn't like it, but it didn't bother me on TV. I didn't really like notice it because I mean, if it, as long as it's consistent. <laughs> Sound like you were signing on to AOL. Wow, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, um, looking forward to the World Cup. Yeah, I was watching, by the way, before we move on, that Landon Donovan goal in 2010. Oh, I was like, yo, Jeremy's going to need something like this, and it's going to be crazy. Argentina kind of had to capture that magic. It was like the 82nd, 83rd minute. I was like, yo, if Jeremy does something now with this time running out. Yo, funny story. I'm watching that game at the gym because obviously I'm a piece of shit, and I had a, you know, I have some money. I have an investment, as you'd like to say, on Argentina. Yo, I'm in the gym, and have you ever know? Have you ever tried working out without headphones? Uh, yeah, I've not, been doing it, and it's trash. No. It's, yeah, it's, it's so trash. Yo, it's one of the worst experiences that I have <laughs> on a daily basis. I ran on a treadmill with no headphones. Nah, chill. What am I doing? So my headphones, I think that like I need to upgrade my phone, and Apple is like doing that shit where like now the wires don't work because they want you to go get the earbuds. <laughs> right? I'm not a conspiracy guy, boss, but I think that they're trying to get you me. You sound to, like Tim. Yeah, right I know. I, I do sound like Tim. Uh, they're trying to get me to pay like $150 for these headphones and they went out. So I'm on the gym. I'm on the gym. I'm at the treadmill <laughs> in the gym and Rojo scores that goal. And I just forget that I have music on and I just start celebrating. And then I look around me mad people are looking at me like, yo, what is this kid doing? Yeah. He's bugging out. I'm like, yeah, a little like bit, an little, yeah, I wouldn't care if a fuck if I had money. I like it. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. Golazo. I'm just yelling. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's uh, get to spitball before we get into this other stuff. Uh, starting with second chance. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> all right. Second chance. Uh, so right now, Arkansas and, and Oregon State are playing in the College World Series. In fact, the game the th- game three is going on right now. How did game three come to fruition? Well, Arkansas was up by one game. And by the way, this is the best of three, the College World Series. Arkansas was up by one game, and they were one out away, and they were up by one run. Uh, the Beavers sent Caden Grenier to the plate. He's the shortstop. After their uh, their best player had grounded out, now there's a man on third. He pops up in foul territory. They're, they look like they're about to win the, the College World Series. They're looking good. All of a sudden, the first baseman is camped under the pop fly in foul territory. The second baseman comes running in towards it. The outfielder comes, and they all just let the ball fly. Just let the ball fall. A couple pitches later, guess what happens? Grenier singles, game tied, and then a couple batters later, um, let me get this guy's name. Trev- Trevor Larnick hits a game-winning two-run shot Yo, for the Beavers. You don't come back from that, and, I don't think. Oh, man. This might be a Bill Buckner-type moment in the history of college, uh, in the College World Series. Now, they're playing as we speak, so maybe Arkansas is just a, like a funny little story they can tell their grandkids. You know what? I'm going to go to ESPN and just follow this right yeah. now because like, I need to know. Wait, wh- who dropped it? Uh, the Arkansas. Well, so the Arkansas first baseman was like camped under it, and then the second baseman comes flying in, and he overruns it. And the first baseman kind of let it go because he felt the second baseman come flying in, and completely just completely overran it looked like a little leaguer you know one of the when like when you're a little league outfielder and a pop flies hit and you see him just run straight forward and then the ball goes over yeah. his head like just like that and it just landed it, it should have been that's caught. how I, if that's if oh, i don't even want to i don't even want to talk about it. it's gonna get me angry unbelievable uh jmo <laughs> james winston suspended the first three games of the 2018 season for that 
Uber incident that happened a little while back. What was that? What did he do? He like inappropriately touched the Uber driver. Groping. Yeah. Was it a woman? Yeah. Yeah. A female Uber. One driver. would suspect. I don't know. Maybe he's joking around, like grab some dude's dick. What do you like? Grab her tit? I don't know what he did. <laughs> <laughs> What's fucking wrong with this I guy? Mean, yeah, Something inappropriate. I mean. That sounds like along the line of what he was doing. Grab probably him. worse. He probably grabbed a tit. Uh, bad brother. Well, uh, oh boy. Uh, well, Janoris yeah, Jenkins okay. was in Florida for uh, a little bit of OTAs. Mm. A dead body was found at his crib in New York, New Jersey. Nice. And now the brother's being investigated. Did you just say New York, New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know where he lives, so he has oh. to live in one or the other. Good morning. I thought you were doing like city state, like no. New York, New Jersey. I was like, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> Bars are incredible. Uh, and now he's being investigated for attempted murder. Oh. Strangulation. Strangulation. Yeah. Okay, bedtime. So Janoris, now, basically, yeah. No, Ta- not Janoris Jenkins. No, his, his brother. His brother. Yeah, his brother. His brother. yeah his brother, but yeah. the fact that it happened in his crib isn't a good look. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, he was out of state at the time, but come on. You can't, Legends. You can't choke people in your famous brother's house. Four Everybody and knows 12. That. Uh, four and 12. <laughs> no old friends. Uh, Richard Jefferson said he is not friends with LeBron James anymore. Why? Not because LeBron James did anything bad to him or like that LeBron's an asshole. Because he's sick and tired of people asking him where LeBron James is going to go. He said that the only thing people ask him is where LeBron James is going to go. So, he's not friends with LeBron James anymore. No old friends. No, no, no. Oh, my God. That was weak, Tim. <laughs> Best in baseball. Uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox going out of this weekend for a three-game set in the Bronx. Uh, top two in the AL East. Two of the top records in baseball. So, yeah, we'll see. J.D. Martinez is white hot right now. So it'll be, White hot? Yeah. I don't even know that Damn, term. Well, get your terminology bars what up. What is white hot? Like better than like red hot? Scorching on fire. I yeah, the, the white the white flame is the hottest, isn't it? Yeah. Think about how hot. I don't know. I thought the white. I thought the blue flame was the hottest. White's it, it, when you look at the color pattern, it's white at the very middle, and then it's blue, and then it's orange. I gotta fact check that. What's I can't the, believe. Uh, what's the hottest part of a flame? <laughs> <laughs> but you're not gonna get that though. It's the blue part. Suck me. Put white. Put white hot. White hot. What is he going to say? Blue hot? White hot. J.D. Yeah, Martinez blue hot. is blue hot. White hot. It's it, it's a hot dog. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the white hot is a variation on the hot dog found primarily in Rochester, New York. Never yeah. heard of it. Ooh, shout out to The Rock. Yo, you're definitely on <laughs> Bing right now. I'm on that, Google. No, 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 no. No way. I am. You're Binging everything right now. No, Bing. What Listen, am I fucking... Miriam what Webster. am I on an HP notebook? Extremely hot. Exhibiting or marked by extreme. White hot enthusiasm. Woo! He said, Webster's at your ass. The hottest fires <laughs> from torches, about 3,000 degrees centigrade. Never even heard of that measurement. That shit burn. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, that combine oxygen and gas to create pinpoint <gasps> blue flame. Suck me. Do you want ooh, the Urban Dictionary definition? No, because I have the scientific I one. do. <laughs> awesome. Rad. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> pimp boss. Ooh, boss. Do you remember pimp? I remember. Pimp. Yo, that's pimp. <laughs> oh my god, we're fucking idiots. Uh, look, look at this new phone I got. Dang, that's white hot. I can't believe you've never heard of white hot. Though. I've never heard of white that's hot. That's just like common terminology. No, I've never heard of it. Uh, opting in, opting out. Carmelo Anthony is opting into his deal with, with the Oklahoma City Thunder for almost twenty nine million dollars because. Obviously, he's yeah. gonna opt in. Yeah. Shout out to Get Phil Jackson money, giving dog. him that contract. And opting out is Paul George. He's gonna be a free agent, unrestricted, unrestricted free agent, 
And you can officially put a dagger on that Indiana Pacer Oklahoma City trade. Like without a doubt now. It's lit. Uh, also, let's uh, since we're talking about the NBA, let's talk about the NBA season awards. Um, they were just given out. Which is pathetic. Which is so dumb. Yeah. That they give them out now. It really Regular makes... Regular season awards. It makes no sense, right? It's the same reason why... Why not just have all NBA first, second, and 13 well, come aren't out? the votes... In, everything's done by the end of the season. Before the playoffs, yeah. y- all your votes are in. Yeah. For everything. It's money, bro. It's keeping yeah, the NBA course, relevant throughout the year. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's dumb, though. Of course, but then you have... I can't believe players show up. It's like, dude, I'm on vacation. Suck me. I'm not coming to this thing. I'm sure I would go. I'm sure they're in some. Where was it? In LA? LA? It was probably like at a destination spot. Yeah. Like, why would you not go to LA? They fucking they go to no, LA. You whatever they them, want. I'm talking about going to some fucking, you know, some island where you can have your dick out and no one's going to know. You think they don't give them, like, a care package? What What, what is worth going? Man, Vince I Chase, have everything in the world. Why do I need to go? What are you going to give me? Vinny a, Chase, a lollipop? Vinny Chase had 100 grand in a, in a, in a bow tie waiting for him. All right? That's obviously real life. Hundred grand in a <laughs> hundred grand in a bow tie, I might go. What kind of what color was the bow tie? It was red. Damn, I was just thinking red bow tie. I just want you to know that I, I once went to an entourage uh the what do you call it? Trivia, Trivia night? night? Murdered everyone. Weren't you there? Didn't Nick go? Yeah, Nick was oh, there. dog, I was there too, holding it down. We won Extreme Midget Wrestling. We won, we won Extreme Midget Wrestling. Oh yeah. <laughs> How you guys didn't go to that is disgusting. Yo, right you know what I found out after the fact? You know who was on commentary? Hornswoggle? No, even better. Jim Ross. Wow. Wow, you guys are yeah. Why didn't we go? I don't know. It was like a... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't go. Yeah. But we did crush. It might have been because it's midget wrestling. But I, I don't know. You know. That's probably why. Also, they called it midget wrestling, which is like extremely fucked up. It was extreme midget wrestling. midget wrestling. And that was the name of the federation. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not yeah. being racist. That's not racist. I mean... Hydus? Hydus. Sizes. Sizes. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the NBA season awards. I'm going to start with uh, the NBA coach of the year. Winner, Dwayne Casey. Who doesn't have a job. Oh, no, he does now. Pistons. He's with yeah, the Pistons. The Pistons but, but he was fired. Yeah. Which, which is interesting. He was let go. A lot of people on NBA Twitter like to say that the NBA coach of the year award is soon to be fired award. Right. Most famously, Vinny Del Negro with the uh, Clippers won like 54 games, I think. And they got fired that same season. I don't get it. It seems that, like, I feel like the Raptors have been good for a while now. Yeah. Right? It's out these. Uh, similar to baseball, how many top teams change their manager in baseball? The Nationals, the Yankees, the Red Sox, like, all these teams. I think if they're not getting you over the hump, which Dwayne Casey didn't to the finals, then maybe it's time for a new voice. I think it's because you, you hit your ceiling with them. You also can't change your – you can't change 15 guys on your roster. You can change one guy. Yeah. yeah, it's easier to get rid of one guy than it is fifteen. So and yeah, with Dwayne Quasi, it, it makes sense because he he took the team that couldn't get over that LeBron hump, and all of a sudden they were the number one seed, right? So he took them over that hump of they beat him in the regular season, and but at the same time, so I I get Coach of the Year, he deserves it, but at the same time you play them in the playoffs, and for the first time you're favored, you have home court advantage. And you still can't get over this hump that you've been trying to get over for three years with this franchise. So I understand where Toronto's coming from. Like, we need someone who's going to get us over that LeBron hump. But, again, you know, it sucks that he was fired. But it's because of his playoff acumen and not because of his abilities to to coach. be coach of the year. So I, I, like the, I like the pick, Dwayne Casey. The Raptors were really good this also year. Also, right back on his feet. Like, that Pistons gig came pretty quick to him. I mean, he's a good coach. Yeah. So we think he's deserving. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, no Brad Stevens. He's up there. There was a bunch of candidates that were deserving this year. Like yeah. a bunch. Um, most improved player, Victor Oladipo won that. I can't fight that one. I mean, that, yeah, was, that was an easy one. That was a super easy one. That was the first yeah. chance he got to be like the guy of a team, too. Yeah. And he kind of showed his worth. Like, he could have done that with the Magic, but he was so young at the time. And they also, years into the they league, also wanted him to play like point guard, too, and it didn't fit. Yeah. Where here he had Darren Collison with him all year. And say what you want about Darren Collison. That, that's a grizzled vet who was able to control the offense for the most part. And yeah, yo, he went off. He played in front of his hometown. I was uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Pacer fan from work. And it's he actually was saying, from D.C., but he went to college in Indiana. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah like yeah. He, he he played college basketball for the Hoosiers. Saying how Reggie Miller, uh, this guy Rick Smith. Yeah, and this guy. Rick yeah, Smith right? is a legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Oladipo, like the three most popular Pacers of all time. Already, and Oladipo's been there for a year. Wow. And the boy got pipes. Damn, not Lance. Yeah. Same. Lance is definitely up there. Popular Pacer. Lance got cut. Who they just yeah they're not repicking really up his option. Yeah. But I think that he's he's a legend. Pacer legend. He's he's like the like even our PG type of said he was a Pacer legend. You saw that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. said it's a, he's like this business is harsh. <clears throat> I mean he is. Yeah. Pacer yeah. Lance. He brought them a lot of success at the expense of the Knicks sometimes. Uh, NBA Defensive Player of the Year Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna have this <laughs> locked down for the next few years because yeah. the superstars don't really play defense anymore. And that's the last team I would say like takes defense to the point where it's their pride. You know, like the Utah Jazz are known for their defensive squad. So I feel like if you if you're the best defensive player on the best defensive team and the guys who might be better than you on defense aren't really trying anymore, I think Gobert's gonna lock this up for a while. They had a twelve point Gobert <laughs> in uh in oh, points man. per game when he French. was on and off the court <laughs> per 100 possessions. So Bro, you got to throw the French twist on that. That's crazy. Come on, what Rudy time, Gobert. Gobert. I know it's Gobert, but Gobert Like, it's not Henry, Henry. It's Henri. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some little... Thierry Henry. Thierry. Rudy Gobert. Thierry. <laughs> Tyree Henry. Joel Embiid. You're so Caucasian. Sorry. I was joking. Fuck you. I, know I am mad Caucasian. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that. Shockingly <laughs> Caucasian. Um, sixth man of the year. Lou Will? I didn't like that one. No? I liked uh, Van Vliet. Freddie? <clears throat> yeah. Freddie? Uh, Freddie. Fred Van, Van Vliet <laughs> for the Raptors really was a big reason why they were the number one seed in the East. And, yo, call me crazy. He didn't play those games. He wasn't healthy in those games against the Cavs. I don't think they got swept. And I don't think he played in game one. Had that, like, shoulder issue, right? Yeah. So he was a big part of their team because you brought him in off the bench, obviously, as a six-man, and he ran your second unit. And he, he he's already surpassed expectations, what they thought that he'd be out of uh, Wichita State, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he was big. And, I mean, Lou Will, I feel like at this point he's won it so many times where I kind of would have gave it to someone else because I also think he was more deserving, too. Will Will. The wheel wheel. I mean, like he, he did his thing coming off the bench. He did. He did. He score twenty points. I don't. I don't have his numbers in front of me. I scored almost at least twenty. Almost twenty points a game off the bench. Got to give that guy a six man. Yeah, I remember he was like the talk of the league when yeah. in the beginning of the season, when he was like he was killing. Talk about Lou. Yeah. Yeah, but like he he also played on a team where he just had such a high usage rate where he he was really a starter. But they just kept him in that role, and he just took mad shots. Yeah, like too. Manu or James Harden when he was in. Oklahoma. I mean, you can't blame him though. Twenty-two points a game. He was the leading scorer on the team. If you don't count Blake Griffin, well, he was tied. He was the leading scorer. Blake was gone. Blake yeah. was gone though. Yeah, if you don't, so if you don't count Blake Griffin, who's who who left? 
He was a leading scorer on the squad. So shout out, shout out to Lou Will. Yeah, I just feel like Van Vliet did it for a better team. And he was just way more productive, I think. Because, like, yo, he was a good stats, bad team guy. That's what Lou Williams was. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, rookie of the year. Controversial. Ben Simmons over Donovan Mitchell. This is one of those things where, again, like, I feel like I now I saw Donovan Mitchell kill it in the playoffs. And I saw Ben Simmons struggle. Score one. You know, so, like, now it's it's... It's tainted a little bit. Kind of like a, another award we're going to talk about later. See, it's only tainted because the the like these awards weren't given out before the postseason. Right. So I mean, that's why you think it's tainted. Right. It's not. It's a regular season award, though. How is it tainted? Because it is. It is. Because it is. Come on. Son. No, I feel him. No, Come because on, because it's like it's not rookie of the regular season. It's rookie of the year. It's like the year is. Yeah, but like if Ben Simmons' team didn't make the playoffs, like Michael Carter Williams got this award on a twelve-win team. Yeah. Yeah, when you Saying, like, when you, you say that it's, it's, it's rookie award. of the year, it's not rookie of the regular season. Then you have to go back seventy years and do that for every single award. All, yeah. What about if this was most valuable rookie? It'd probably still be Simmons, though. I don't agree because yo, they were they were nineteen and thirty at one point Utah, and they finished as the five seed, I think, yeah. four or five seed, which is crazy. And they gave the keys to Donovan Mitchell. And they're like, yo, we're gonna go down with the ship. We're gonna go down with you. You could say the exact same thing about the Sixers, though they no they started because, off slow and then. Be, but here's the difference, right? Donovan Mitchell's the next best player on that team is one side of the ball. He's defensive minded, unless he's catching Ali. Let's talk about Rudy Gobert. Sure. Whereas, is Ben Simmons even the most valuable player on his team? Is it? Can you make the argument for the process? Of course, Joel Embiid. Yeah. But he doesn't change the fact that he still had a monster season. No, of course. But Just because he's the second best player on his team. Yeah, but I think that the fact that he he was asked to do more in Utah, Donovan Mitchell, because he was the best player on their team, I think that has a lot. That's true. Ben Simmons had the ball in his hands most of the time on Philly. He was controlling. He controls what Joel Embiid does. He sets him up for his buckets. 16, 8, and 8 is no joke. Yeah. He can't shoot, though. God damn, that dude needs to work on his broken-ass <laughs> jump shot. Broken ass jump shot. But I, I wish that, I, I think the idea that you had when we were talking about this initially was a great idea. Like, just last year's award, vacate it. No, nah, just give take, it to Simmons. Yeah, give last year's rookie of the yeah. year, take it from Brogdon, yeah. who wasn't even playing in the playoffs for the most part. Give that to Simmons, since that was his rookie year, though he played this year, and just give Mitchell yes. the rookie this year. There you go. Bang, bang. Everyone wins. What if Markel Fultz comes back and wins rookie of the year this year? He can't because he played regular season games. So don't you have to reach a certain amount of games to play? Nah, if you Qualify? if you if you step on the court, I don't think that it's not like baseball. Like in baseball, you could get yeah. if you get called up in like yeah. o- late August. There's a game limit. Yeah. Yeah. Game. That happened to the Judge, yeah. right? Uh, happens, didn't he come? No, Judge was rookie of the year guys. last year. <clears throat> happens to a lot of guys. Judge wasn't one of them. Gary Sanchez has happened to. That's where he was. couldn't. Yeah. Uh, all right, now the MVP, which as we know, James Harden won. Travesty. 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 <laughs> An unbelievable travesty. Harsh wow. Words. I actually failed him on this one. What? Yeah, dude. This is weird. Whoa. Hold on. <clears throat> yeah, because I, uh, when I saw the graphic that I'm sure you're going to bring up, the side-by-side of the, the head-to-head between the tail of the tape between him and LeBron, it, it's a little eye-popping. But this is why, once again, last year's award was a joke. Because last year... 
you told me the numbers mattered, mm-hmm. right? So what did James Harden do this year? He went, he put up the numbers, and he had the best regular season record of any player in the NBA. They were the overall number one seed in the NBA. Historically, the NBA MVP goes to a team whose player, it's the best player on a team that's a top three seed. Last year, you give it to a guy because he averaged a triple-double, who, by the way, averaged a triple-double again this year. For all you trolls out there that hate when I bring this up, if you're a VM fan, sorry, suck my balls. You'll be hearing this forever <laughs> because it's a joke that Harden... We're not even talking about him. Harden, Harden should be a two-time, three-time, arguably two, MVP, and he just won his first one. But I will agree with Tim in the sense that what LeBron James did this regular season too was crazy. When I saw the, it's like, yo, you can have an opinion and you can have a strong opinion until you see like visual evidence of something. And I'm sure he has the graphic ready. And so, I mean, I'm not going to rail it off. I think everyone's seen the graphic, but I, I think that when, when you're talking about LeBron and this is another thing that like, this is why when you see, when you see the playoffs, it changes everything because the, how bad the Cavs were without LeBron James was truly highlighted. During the playoff run, mm-hmm. right when he left, the team was completely. I mean, that, was, that was highlighted all season long too. But I, I think that it's it's not as it's much just, in the in the eye of the voter or in the brain of the voter as it is when it's on the national stage and everyone's paying attention. So when you look at that and you say, okay, so LeBron James took that team, and he got them to the finals, and almost won a game against the best team ever, right? And on the other side, you see James Harden. His team went far, but as soon as the guy who plays with him got hurt, his team had legit no chance to beat that team. I think when you when you look at that, it's just I don't know. It it, it does look. James Harden had a great season. Shout out to great James Harden. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his because he he just I I feel like he holds the ball too much. Um, but that's just me being a purist of of the game. So I mean, he gets assist though too. So I don't I don't I don't get how you can say that. I mean, he has the ball in his hands 36% of the time. That's, that's a lot. Just I don't like his game. I mean, you line that up with every top player in the league, it's about 33% and up. I mean, Russell Westbrook last year had 40. Only AI had a higher usage rate than him ever. That's why I prefer college basketball over the NBA. It's hmm. a superstar-driven league, obviously, and the superstar has the ball in his hands most of the time, most of the shot clock, most of the game. And sure, they're going to put up the numbers as a result of that. LeBron robbed again. I mean, LeBron James should be the MVP f- eight years in a row. And you, you could say, again, you trolls could say I'm a LeBron dick rider. It's just nah, the truth. Nah, it's justified. It's just this truth. It's just the truth. Yeah. And it's a shame that he's not. <clears throat> and he should have been the finals MVP for the last four years, too. But you can't give that to the loser, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, let's move to some NFL. What? It's time! Is it too early? No, it's never too early. We, we just did fantasy football with uh, my former high school running back, my guy Justin on DB. Because like, I got the email for the for the draft board and shit. I was just going to buy that. Ask Nick if it's too early to talk football when he's getting hit up for a dime about fantasy about a month ago, maybe. Yeah, four weeks in a row now. If he hits me up by the end of this week, it'll be five weeks in a row. <laughs> Yo, just saying, you know, whenever you want to start this group chat, let me know. Hmm. Dom's looking for a fantasy football draft date. So the reason why we're talking about football is because the top 100 rankings have 
They were completed. Came and went. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady was voted as the number one. By the players, by Two the years way. in a row. Yeah, by the players. I'm a fan of this list. Not Maybe not the order of it or whatever. Can I just rattle off the top ten real quick? Yeah, good. So the top ten goes Brady at one. I'm going to go one to ten. Brady, Antonio Brown, Carson Wentz, Julio Jones, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald, Drew Brees, Von Miller, and Aaron Rodgers. That's the top ten. This is voted on by the players for the players. Right. NFL Network does this. Pretty dope. They I do love like this. A, yeah, they do 100 to, to 1, obviously top 100. And um, I also think that this list is complete nonsense. Also. I agree. <laughs> um, this is also dick looking forward going into the next season who the top 100 players are too. So this is like a, like a rankings going into the next year too. So it kind of does a takeaway from last season and going into the next one. They right. combine both. So, yeah, Brady, Brown, Wentz, Julio, and Bell are your top five. Now we're going to give our top fives. Yeah. As far as Tim doesn't have anything to say about Julio only having three touchdowns last year. And he's in the top five. I mean, he's not in my top five. I mean, he's still nasty. He's still nasty. He's but beyond nasty. Bro, you haven't realized with Tim, he only uses arguments when it's pro his his side. Like, he always brings up PFF, but when PFF said Matt Rye is the number two quarterback last year, Nah, but he ain't threw he he ain't throw more than two touchdowns. Says Nick, who who used PFF up until he decided he didn't he was gonna say PFF against me. No, you you're the king of PFF. You <laughs> should work king for them. Of PFF. <laughs> you should work for them though. And here we go. Get, see, you know what it is. My arguments have ding, ding, ding. my arguments have <laughs> factual stats to back them up. So that's why he doesn't like them. Nah. So you know it, wait, it's hard you're, you're when, Matt Ryan one when you're losing though. to a factual argument. It's hard. Your Matt Ryan one doesn't though. What do you mean it doesn't? That's the eye he test. He had 20 touchdowns. Eye test, bro. Eye test. Eye test. He eye tested had 20 touchdowns. He eye tested to no no more than two touchdowns in any game last season. He said number two. <sighs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I'll give, can I so give wait, myself five? I, I, yeah. Let's, give, let's, let's start at five. Should we get five and then come down, or we only do f- top five? I'm with that. I kind of – I don't know, because the way I have my list is uh, – if you've been listening to VM, you know how I stand about building a team. So I'm thinking about how I would build a team. And I'm going by my top five players in that way. So my whole thing has always been find a quarterback, protect them, go after theirs. So if you don't want me to give my top three, I'll just tell you it's quarterback, left tackle, and a pass rusher is my top three. We're going by position. Literally not what I fucking said. Fuck your whole. It's because the GM over here. He thinks he's this guy over here. No, do you want to do it like five? Four, three, or you want yeah, to just sure. give your five, your five, your five? Yeah, we could go five. All right, so, so who's five. your five? My five's Tom Brady. Ooh. Uh, From one to five? I mean, he's coming in at five just because uh, I'm looking at it the way that the players looked at it as coming into this season. It's not like I'm saying Tom Brady sucks. I'm saying he's the fifth best player yeah. in the league. Um, I'm taking away the fact that he's not mobile. And look, last year he set the world on fire to start the year, right? In fantasy-wise, he was the top quarterback in the first three weeks. Now, if you look at the his weeks four through sixteen, he was about QB eleven in fantasy. So he didn't have the best year of his career. Now he is the defending MVP, so it's hard to fight against him. But in terms of in terms of look, he's forty one. I'm just saying he's not number one. He's number five. It's not like I'm saying terrible things about Tom Brady. Everyone knows who Tom Brady is. Okay. No, I got Tom Brady at five too. There you go. See, I was acting like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have him. 
as the second best quarterback too. He's getting up there in age. He's still a top doing it. He's in the Super Bowl again last year, so he was one way win one win away from being top dog again. He's still he's probably the goat, and he's still playing at a top level into his forties. So he's definitely top five still in the league, in my opinion. So I got him sitting at five. I don't have Brady in my five. <laughs> he's not in my top five. I don't, I don't think he's the best quarterback coming into this year. Then why are you guys all giving me the eyes like damn? I wasn't like, giving you any eyes. I'm I got saying. Aaron Donald. Oh, I gave my you honorable mention. I, I, didn't, I didn't give you no. I was gonna leave Brady off for Donald, but I gave Brady the. So edge. who's your five? Antonio Brown. Uh, though he's not my favorite wide receiver in the NFL, my favorite wide receiver in the NFL is Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Shout out, giving a lot of love to Allen back there. He's keep, loving keep this. Your, keep that boner down. Yeah, he can. Uh, I think Antonio Brown is the fifth best player in the league because he, everything that he does for that team, he also returns to them. He doesn't matter who guards him. It's consistent too. Consistent every year. Chalk him up, hundred catches, fourteen hundred yards, yeah. and touchdowns. Right, um, it's gotten to a point now where he does so much for them as far as being like a key. Just him being on the field just changes the entire dynamic of that offense. I agree. And yeah, dude, there's even discussions about him being a top three wide receiver of all time already. And wow, that's that's high praise. There's been some good ass wide receivers, and they're saying it's it's Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and him. It's top three. If, so if you take Antonio Brown's best four year stretch. In general, he has more touchdowns than Randy Moss did, more yards than everyone everyone except Marvin Harrison. He's he's up there. He's his best is has been right on par with some of the greatest. Tony Toe Tap. How's <laughs> business? Booming. Booming. And the fact that he's five eleven. Call God. Turn up. It's even more impressive. Yeah, it's fire. Um all right, number four. You I'll uh, I'll stay with uh okay. Pittsburgh. I'm going Le'Veon Bell. At four? Yeah. Surprising. I know you love that guy. Most dangerous offensive weapon in the NFL. He's your wide receiver two, probably. He was like a top 10 wide receiver if you looked at his PPR stats uh, in fantasy last year. And then uh, factor in the fact that he gets about 35 to 40 touches a game. That guy is everything for Pittsburgh offensively if it's not Antonio Brown. I'm going to piggyback that. Le'Veon Bell is my number four, too. Uh, and not to mention the fact that he kind of just like invented a way to run. Like no one really runs like him. And the way that he systematically breaks down defenses, I, I'm putting him in the top five not only because he's so good, but also because the way he runs allows him to not take these giant hits that running backs take. And I feel like that's going to give him longevity throughout his career. Not you to sh- mention. You sure, though? Because he's been rattled with injuries. Sure, but n- not lately. He's been good lately. He's, that, was, that was more when he was in younger. The, the injuries haven't really been a problem for him lately, so I'm, I'm hoping that it stays it's the, the same. It's the suspensions. It's the suspensions that's been the problem, yeah. So hopefully the injuries stay bad. And I think that this this way that he's running is one of the reasons why the injuries don't really creep up anymore. So, he, you know, running, He's one of the most catching. patient runners in the league. You'll see when he gets handoffs. He'll stand behind the, the center and just wait, 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 and then make his move. And then just kind of wiggle his way for six yards every yeah, time. It's, it's kind crazy. of it's weird how it works for him. Because everyone else is just running and they can't, and they're getting tackled behind the line. And now, it's weird who, that someone who just stops and just looks. Anyone who runs like that now is automatically compared to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, they show any sense of style patience. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, Aaron Rodgers at, at four. four. Yeah, I mean, we saw what happened last year. Were they four and one before he went down with injury and Brett Huntley couldn't do squat with that offense? Brett, Tim, not Nick. <laughs> Nick, what about Todd? <laughs> 
Not Todd Huntley. Hot throwback. No. Um, yeah, the, the Packers just became like a shoe in for the playoffs at four and one through five games through to nowhere near. Even he came back at the end of the season, but couldn't save him. So yeah, that just shows how valuable he is. He's the best quarterback in the league in my eyes. Thirty four. He still probably got like five years left in him at top not top level um, play. So I got Aaron Rodgers sitting at four. You said Rodgers is 34? 34. Wow. It seems like yesterday he was sitting in that green room pissed as fuck. 24 picks it later. It also makes me seem mad young, like 34. He's not. 34 he's old. Is, yeah, he's got years For a quarterback, out. he's still got like five top years. Like, look at Breeze and Brady. Yeah. Especially because he missed a season, so maybe that's even better for him. He's missed a few seasons. But I think that was due to like injury, about, so I don't yeah. know if that's like better for him per se. I think he's missed like a year and a half if you factor in the yeah. games he's missing his career. I mean, you could see – look at Breeze, man. Like the resurrection he had this year with weapons like Kamar and Ingram. Who knows? Well, Michael changed, Thomas yeah. elevating. There was less stress on him. Yeah, that's I'll what I'm saying. So fucking ball off now. Who knows what could happen later in his career in terms of talent around him that could keep his game at an elevated level. Yeah. Uh, three? Or did you give your four? I gave you that. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, who's three? Mine's Antonio Brown. Nick already said all he needed to say about Antonio Brown, so I'm leaving it at that. Most talented, second most talented position player, in my opinion, Antonio Brown. I got Le'Veon at three. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much touched on all of it. He's had over 1,200 yards in three of his last four years, and that one year he didn't. He only played six games, so he's a monster. Still hasn't played a full se- Actually, he did. He played one full season in his five years. So we really haven't seen what he can do in 16 games, truly. So, yeah, he's he's top three. Top three, top three, top three. I said Von Miller when we were outside before watching the Belgium-England game with Boss, and then he mentioned Aaron Donald. So I'm putting Aaron Donald because I think that's the best defensive three? lineman in football. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's gotten a lot of people paid because of what he does defensively. Like, Yo, Ogletree got a big contract. Uh, Robert Quinn was getting big money, too, and then he got traded away. But it's like, yo. Tremaine Johnson just signed a big contract tr- with the Jets. Tr- Tremaine Johnson, and that's all because Aaron Donald gives saves that. Half causes second. so much chaos right over the center, which is probably the worst. The When you're a quarterback and you got to step up, you never want pressure up the middle. Pressure up the sides, you could always step up and avoid it. Up the middle, it's bedtime. And this guy is just a freak. They're in a prime spot, the Rams. The Rams this year and next year are going to be in a great, great spot for Super Bowl aspirations because they're not paying Jared Goff, and they'll be able to give him any money that he wants. He wants to get paid like the highest paid player in the NFL by all means, and I'm not down with that, Joe. You know how I feel about that. If you're not a quarterback, I ain't giving you shit, but this guy has proven to be durable. He rarely takes plays off. Like He's always on the field. I think he's played like 95% of the snaps in his career, which is outrageous for a defensive tackle. And the guy, I think, is the best defensive player in football. So he's top three for me. Mm. Hard to argue that. And Silver? For me, and this is this is where, my, this is where I'm going to get a little hot here. Yo, I'm looking at this, and a scam likely is calling me from Russia. Because they don't you, want you to like give right this now, take. They don't want me to give Wait, this how take, do you, I think. How do you have it saved to your phone as scam likely? No, they just tell me if the scam's likely. Scam Wait, likely. what? <laughs> You never got a scam likely phone call? Never. never ever. Never? 
Yeah, you've gotten it, right? Alan got it. Wait, Yo, you down with the Russians, wait, bro? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> time out, time out, time out. You're, someone calls your phone, and it could be a scam, and it comes up as scam likely. Comes up as scam likely. Yo, I've never gotten that ever, because I'm picking up these phones. Hello? Hi, we're here to talk. I'm like, I just hang up. Nah, nah. That's amazing. Do you know what sucks, though, if it's not a scam? Because no one's ever picking up a scam no. likely phone call ever. Or whatever. But what I, what's not a scam for me, transition, David Johnson is the second best player in Oof. the in NFL. Now, here's why. People deserve to remember how good David Johnson is, honestly, man. Like, if you don't just because he missed a year, and Nick me, Nick and I were talking about this earlier, he missed a year with a wrist injury. It's not like he blew out his knee. The guy's going to be just fine. Um, he's only had 21 games in his entire career, but he's responsible for 32 touchdowns. 21 games started, excuse me. His only full season, uh, 20 total touchdowns, 2,118 yards from scrimmage. Fantasy-wise, he was the number one running back and a number three wide receiver. Uh, yeah, he's injured, but guess what? You saw it happen with with Adrian Peterson, who's the latest. Who's I would say he's the next freak, just freak athletic person after Adrian Peterson. He can get stronger from this. He has just spent a year conditioning and training and becoming the best physical specimen that he possibly can be. And if you follow this guy in any sort of way, you know that he is just a next-level worker as well. Uh, I think David Johnson should be your number one pick in fantasy this year if you have a fantasy number one pick, and I think that he is the best position player in the NFL. Wow. Uh, I'm going completely off the board here. I'm going with Tyron Smith as my number two overall player, the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, He's the best left tackle in football. It's the second best second most important position in football to your team's success protecting the blind side of your quarterback it is also the second most valuable position as far as like the money if you take the the average salaries amongst all the players it's a uh, left tackle right after quarterback and yo my philosophy has always been find a quarterback protect them go after theirs and i'm going after theirs for aaron donald that's why he's my third my second is tyron smith left I tackle know. i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Sound like you're going through so, a rough so, break. So tell me why. No, because, because here's the thing, right? With me, I'm like, is it because the left tackle is so important or is it just because the quarterback is so important? I don't. will obviously never argue that the quarterback is the most important position on the field. And yes, you have to protect that guy. But is the fact that they're the second highest paid position because the quarterback is that important and like I could get injured if I get hit from that side. So I'm going to pay this dude, whatever. Someone like Aaron Donald to me, it's like a game changer. Because yeah. like you can get away with not the best guy at left tackle. Not a shitty one, obviously. Obviously, you see what happens to fucking Eli. But you, like you, you can get like a top 10 one and be all right. But you have like the best guy on defense or the best guy on offense. Like It's a game changer, dude. That's like saying what's more important, dick or balls. They work well Dick's together. Dick's way important, dude. Way they, more important. Right, man. but without the no balls, dick, no they hope. don't function the right way. No dick, no hope. No, but my point, my point being <laughs> is that, you know, I understand the contracts and I understand why they get paid that much, but I don't think that position holds the... I don't think it's the second most important position in football. I think that, yes, you have to protect your quarterback just for the money. Like, you pay too much for your quarterback to not pay this dude to protect him. You know what I mean? But I think that... As far as winning a game and changing whatever and no business, whatever, I think that Aaron Donald is is higher than Tyron Smith. Dude's incredible. Like I'm not going to argue like the one position. But I think that I would put Aaron Donald above him just because I think 
like on defense, like that dude, that dude can change your whole fucking. I mean, we saw like Von Miller basically won the whole fucking Super Bowl by himself. It's like it's insane. You put pressure on the quarterback. It's like this doesn't matter who's back there. The Giants won two Super Bowls like doing that shit. Personally, I don't even have a defensive player or an offensive lineman on my list, and only because I'm thinking about like skill. Like quarterback and skill positions is where I was looking at when you're saying best player. If I if we were talking about most valuable players, my list would look a little different. But I understand where Nick's coming from. That Tyron no, Smith, I, I he's the too. best player on what he feels is the second most important position in the league. Then that's the number two player. I get that. I definitely think it's the second most valuable position. But I think it's because of how valuable the quarterback is. Like that's the only reason. But other than that, I'd be, I, to me, who's going to change the game more is the defensive player. The one game. As far as longevity which is your quarterback's why, career. Which is why you get an offensive line, um, lineman to prevent that defensive player from running wild. Right. You also like that offensive lineman is going to help your quarterback put up those numbers to change the game. Yeah, but I just think like that... He's doing the dirty work, you know? I just think that... If you have a good quarterback, like you said, you find your quarterback, you protect him, you go after him. I think if you find him and you go after them, and you also have a guy who gets the job done, like you'll be fine. Like I don't think it's like an essential position to win a Super Bowl. I love this because it's leading me to my number two I don't, player. Ask the Rams how much Andre with Whitworth made a difference for their team. Boom, that's my number two players. Really? Todd, Todd Gurley. Oh, oh. Nah, oh, I'll say Andre Whitworth. <laughs> no, man. but like Whitworth changed like, Todd's whole hot. game, changed uh, Todd Gurley's whole game in year three. And he was able to rush for 1,300 yards, career high, 13 touchdowns, career high, and doubled his previous high in receiving yards, which was like only 360. He caught, he received, received. He, caught? Yeah, for, he, whatever. 866 <laughs> receiving yards, he racked up. So, yeah, I mean, that adding Whitworth, who was a top 10 guy maybe from the Bengals, helped everyone on that offense. And, yeah, Todd Gurley, I think that helped him big time. Having a quarterback now feeling more secure, which is what Tyron Smith helps. Dak feel, you know, helped him break out in year two. And Bro, yeah, did you I not watch what, one, one more time, did you not watch what Adrian Claiborne did to Prescott that one time? Six sacks, and this guy got paid this offseason? Yeah, because Tyron Smith wasn't in the game. Yeah. Dak Prescott's uh, stats Yeah, but there's so a difference between Smith. Tyron Smith and the guy who's sitting on the bench. But not maybe not... You know, Tyron Smith and like the Aaron fifth Donald. best guy gotcha. who's a left tackle, whatever the fuck that may be. So I'm surprised Todd Gurley. Do you know what it is? Todd Gurley, in, in order to get in, in my top five, I need to forget about the stinker that he put up two years ago still. Like, I got to forget about that. Team was trash, that team was trash. I Golf was you, a rookie, bro. and they had eight. the worst offensive mind in NFL history. That's true. The change of head coach also helped him out, McVay. I mean, but Young the, I mean, when you talk about David Johnson, the year that David Johnson. It got twenty one hundred yards from the from the line from the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, his offensive line was ranked twenty sixth on Pro Football Focus. Nick's favorite thing. How else are you going to judge offensive lines? You're going to go with the eye test on offensive lines. The offensive line sucked. It it was it's that offensive line has been sucked on that team. I, that, that was that was yeah, mad but New, that was mad New York. That, yeah, been sucked. Been, that line been sucked. No, but for real though, like. Come on, like you. I don't know. I, th- I think Bruce Arians being the head coach there was a big part of his success too, which true. is what we're saying. How Jeff Fisher being the head coach for the Rams is why Todd Gurley sucked. Right? Yeah, McVay also yeah. helped towards his success. But all right, and number one, Aaron Rodgers. If it's not Aaron Rodgers, I don't take any of your lists or any of your football knowledge seriously. 
It's Aaron Rodgers for me as well. Passer rating, 138, highest in NFL history. He has the highest touchdown to interception ratio in NFL history, I learned today. Well, I didn't learn that today. I knew that, but I learned this part today. That's over an entire TD better than number two on that list, which is Todd Brady. Todd Brady. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a three to one. mushrooms. Quarterback, <laughs> 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 three to one quarterback. I mean, uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Aaron Rodgers have a four point one three to one touchdown interception ratio, which That's is absolutely insane. ridiculous. He has the highest pass rating for a single season. Two MVPs, six time Pro Bowler, uh, first team All Pro twice, second team All Pro <laughs> once, Super Bowl MVP. You know, this you can't. It's a Rod, man. I got AB. My favorite. Sorry if uh, you don't take my knowledge seriously. That's all. So <laughs> no, that, that's fine. Um, Yo, Aaron yeah, Rodgers is like I always say. Like Tom Brady to me is the greatest of all time, but Aaron Rodgers is like the most talented quarterback that I've ever seen. Yes. Like there's mad times during Sundays Yo, where you're watching the game and you're like, Aaron Rodgers roll out insane. to the right and throw left. Tom Brady will never be able to do. Yeah. Like never. Like it's just like I'm like, yo, that was the most crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. That throw was incredible. It's wild. My favorite Aaron Rodgers story was when they played the Giants in uh, 2011. This is a 15-1 Packers. They signed Chase Blackburn on Wednesday, started middle linebacker for them. He picked off Aaron Rodgers, and in the post game, they asked Rodgers about that play, and Rodgers was interviewed first. He goes, yeah, you know, I was breaking down film. He wasn't supposed to be there. Like, I don't know what happened, but he wasn't supposed to be there. And then they asked Chase Blackburn, he's like, you know, I I missed my call and I just dropped back and I just happened to be there. I was, that wasn't my assignment. So he's just like, damn, son, this guy's a genius also. Yeah. And he wows the shit out of me. He's my favorite NFL player I think I've ever watched. Dude, he's exciting to watch. I Like literally every week you're like, yo, how the fuck did he make that? Yeah. Throw? And his clutch. It's in the clutch. When his team needs him, he's there, always there. Yeah, he's always. Mr. Hail Mary too. It's There's like never been a time where I, I can remember where Aaron Rodgers hasn't at least got his team in a position to win a game. Also, you got to figure, like, yo, as Giant fans, when Eli cocks back and throws that shit, you're like, (laughs) when he's throwing it, you're like, oh, God, someone must be wide open right now. You know what I mean? Like, you're not worried at all. I'm going to miss the Jordy Nelson and A-Rod connection. Same. Those back shoulder throws are just a work of art. Like, there's nothing like those. That's my favorite throw in the game. And just, like, weird-ass end zone routes that they always, like, whenever the pocket breaks down, if he's throwing it, it's like, this is going to Jordy, like, obviously. Talking also talking about that the back shoulder I, I I can't really remember a time in the NFL where that was so popular until it was Aaron Rodgers doing it over and over again with Jordy Nelson and now it's a staple in every single every single team he throws that so perfectly uh, first of all that the back shoulder throw is impossible to guard you can't guard it uh. if you're a professional player you can't guard that unless you have some unless, they of- have to make a bad throw if they throw a good throw it's impossible to guard uh, or you drop the ball. But it's impossible to guard because I have to turn around and watch you. You're the fucking fastest guy in the world right here. I'm fucking guarding. It's impossible. And the fact that he's able to put it on the money every single time is just ridiculous. On the run. To work across his body. It's unbelievable. All right. That's top five. Tooch. No, he didn't. He just said AB. Yeah, you said AB. Yeah, AB. Yeah. Yo, this dude might have 200 targets one season. He's had 193 already. He's had like five straight years of 1,200 plus yards. Three of the last four years, double digit touchdown. Shout out to Tim. Touchdowns mean a lot to him. Yo, he gets it done. He's, they should. he's the GOAT. He Speed, is, he hands, is he got to mix everything. Route running. 
Like, there's no flaw in his game that I could point out to you. There's he's mad no, happy. You ever there's no guarding him? him. He's yeah. mad happy, too. Like he, he just, Bro, life is good when you're one of the best in the game. Or he's probably got and hammers. He's the best in my, fucking slaying shit. You know what I'm saying? Business is booming always. Call God. Call God. Yo, call him up right now. He, he could get top five in the most handsome players in the NFL as well. Just saying. Always got that Antonio Brown, top. handsome guy. Guy's, guy's got some teeth on him. You know what I mean? You know, he has, those, he has those things <laughs> that you chew with. It's going to go weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, that is our that is our show for today. Uh, after those top fives are, are done there. Top five, top five. Also, I just want to point out two guys that were in the top five that didn't make anyone's list, Julio Jones and Carson Wentz. I think putting Carson Wentz on a list eight spots, no, seven spots higher than Aaron Rodgers is... A little, a little, a little That much. was mostly due to injury, though. I mean, he got injured, too. Who? Wentz. Yeah, toward the end of the year, True. he put in a ton of work before that. He was an MVP favorite. Put in man. That one of the best put bets I would have ever made in my life, I put down Carson Wentz to win MVP last year. And if that Where were, did you put that Bovada. Down? The odds were like 80 cents? I need receipts. Nah, I put 20 bucks on it. I put wow. $100 on futures last year and I lost it all. I need visuals. All right. I got I got No pick, shots. no proof as the kids say. I also picked I also picked uh Terrell, uh, Terrell Pryor to lead the league in receiving yards, so some of them were good. Some of them were bad. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, Terrell Pryor to lead the league. That's a good one. I'm not going to make fun of you for that. Josh took him like the third in round in fantasy league. I'm sorry? I said we locked in week one. Oh, yeah. Nick was. We were so, I was locked in on him, too. He got Three 14 weeks. targets. It's not my fault he couldn't catch. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that is all for this this week. Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Chop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. Brodo's turning up with football coverage coming soon. Uh, our rankings are in the process of being made, and our first football episode is going to be next week, so stay tuned for that. And on Monday, we're putting out our first episode of a special edition of the show called Podcast and Chill. Is this kind of be, we're going to, you know, whenever we get a guest or something, we want to have a one-on-one conversation with them. It's kind of a story in sports that you don't hear every day. This one coming up is with a minor league player called Tom Hackamer. Uh, he pitches in single A, and it's kind of like what the life is like for a minor league player. So stay tuned for that on Monday. That was fire. Nick? Podcasting shows going to be dope. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, the Lamb Show everywhere on social media, especially, especially on Twitch, brother. Mm. Uh, look out for that VMFC Yo. episode coming to you very soon. Look out for that VMFC team on Twitch. Ooh. We got we got four people on VM. Yeah, if I score, everyone's ears are gonna that play blow FIFA. Out. So Joey's on the. Oh, you gotta! No, I play FIFA. Yo, yo, we're gonna get Tim. Let like, know. you guys play Xbox or PS4? Xbox, Xbox, bro. See, I got a PS. I got. I, ah, damn it! I gotta get on this shit. Tim, Tim's gonna Go get, get some story. I can credit. play FIFA. By the time Madden comes out, I'll be on Twitch every once in a while. So. Bro, just hit the chats because uh, people come in there cutting ass. And I defend you sometimes, but then I'll be like, yo, you know what? I feel you. That take was pretty hot. Uh, very important. The the Jerks, SCJ Pod on Twitter. We hit our 100th episode. Uh, got over 100,000 listens combined in two years. Pretty pretty fire. Pretty horny. Uh, shout out to everyone that's listening. A lot of marks out there. And uh, yeah, at Degeneration Bet on Twitter as well. We did some uh, fantasy football stuff on there to debut and getting our cocks ready so uh yeah that's all boss <laughs> i swear to god it just at end uh, 27 on twitter and the gram also going to ac in a couple weeks for this ufc ooh. fight card and world cup quarterfinals i don't know i might be just like live tweeting like all my best receipts before they happen do it thinking about it yeah um 
Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Joe Sanagato and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Joe Sanagato. And go follow our Instagram at veterans underscore minimum. Hit us up on Twitter, veterans minimum. And our Facebook, facebook.com slash veterans minimum. And that is all. Thanks for listening. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.